0: bet you didn't know that you're a trailblazer, a workforce pioneer. Well, if you're a remote worker, that's exactly what you are. Because in the past year, so many of us have been relegated to working away from the office and setting up shop at home, in your car, in a coffee shop, and other places that you never thought were meant to be workplaces at all. But I'll tell you something, future generations will thank you. I'm Dan Nessel, podcaster, communicator, marketer, and longtime remote worker.
1: And I'm Andrew Silberman, president and chief enthusiast of Advanced Management Training Group and author of Get a Grip on Remote Work.
0: And we welcome you to season one of the Remote Work Companion podcast, 10 episodes based on Andrew's book, where our mission is to make remote work work better for you. Welcome to the Remote Work Companion. I'm Dan Nessel. And I'm Andrew Silberman. And we're here to help you have our more rewarding remote work experience. There you go. And it's a good thing it's clear because that is our theme for this episode, people, how clarify. can we be clear clarify clarify your communications and let's talk with Andrew about this a little bit offline before and there's clarity comes in so many angles and it's so critical to a rewarding remote work experience because you know you're interacting with people you have to be clear in those interactions you're writing all the time and whether or not you know you're doing your emails you're doing your little social posts you're doing things all the time in writing more than probably ever before and you have to be clear with those um, and then you you're visually in front of people, and there's even a clarity aspect to that. We're not going to get into that too much, I think. But you know, clarity cl- to to clarify yourself and your message. I mean, it's no mistake. It's a whole chapter of Andrew's book. So Andrew, what do you think about cl- about clarifying?
1: Well, well, here's the thing. I, I remember first writing about it when I was helping MBA candidates to write better essays, getting into graduate school.
0: I may have learned a thing or two back then <laughs> from, from somebody I'm now talking to in, in this podcast.
1: Yeah, that was what, 25 years ago. <laughs> but the thing about clarity in writing, I, I go back to these Venetian monks and there's supposedly a specific Venetian monk, but we know that it was a Venetian monk back in the 1500s who figured out the way to remove color from glass. So previously, all glass had been stained glass, right? The churches, the cathedrals, right? They have that beautiful stained glass. And it's amazing. It's what gives us very beautiful, uh, mystical experience when you're inside a cathedral or church that has that beautiful stained glass. But it took these Venetian monks... A, a specific science that they were able to discover and then develop to remove the color from glass. And the thing about stained glass, it's beautiful, but it doesn't let in much light,
0: yeah,
1: and getting clarity takes time and effort, <laughs> especially yep. when it's to in your writing, but even in your in your speaking and whatever you're communicating, this clarity. Is absolutely crucial for real communication to take place, because uh, and, and the classic the classic line is, well, I, I was being clear. They just didn't understand.
0: Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Look, my job is is in communications and marketing, but really, I mean, I fancy myself a communicator. It's in my. It's on my LinkedIn bio for crying out loud. if I if I'm not a communicator, <laughs> then what am I? But I myself, of course, am guilty so often of not being clear, you know? And it's taken a long time and a lot of self-reflection and effort to realize that that's pretty much my fault when I'm not clear. Like mm. I have to recognize that I'm the one who's probably not, you know, getting the point across right. in the way that's appropriate for my audience.
1: And, and the whole reason is because inside our own head, of course we're clear. <laughs> I mean, a lo- and a lot of times it's that, it's the curse of knowledge thing. It's like, I, I know what I'm talking about. I've been there. I When I say experience, I, I'm talking about my experience. So I have that real experience, but just the word experience doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. Oh, that's my yeah. experience. Okay, well.
0: <laughs> and look, and as a remote worker now, how much more important it is to be is it to be clear? I mean, I think it's it's a world of difference now. There's as if you didn't have enough to think about you know, with, with performing and with delivering on, uh, on the things that you're supposed to deliver on without the benefit of people around you. Hmm. Now you have to think about, gosh, I have to even be better in the way that I communicate because I can't necessarily follow up immediately with somebody. I can't walk over to their desk and gesture like a crazy person to let them know <laughs> that I'm a crazy person. I have to be <laughs> able to tell them. You know, I have to be able to show them. Show yes. them and not tell them. Like I yes. have to be able to to do right. the things, the basic things of communications that you even helped me to learn long ago, Andrew, which is you know show don't tell, right, and cut a lot of the crap out of yes. all of what the we're adverbs, doing.
1: adverbs, the adjectives. Oh god, I remember. And I remember. I wrote an I wrote one article way back then. It was literally called getting into graduate school with no knowledge and no experience. <laughs> and the, the reason was it wasn't, it wasn't that you don't have the knowledge or experience that you need to communicate. It's just get rid of those words because those exactly. words are not sharing anything. And, and I, I, it's amazing how much communication we actually accomplish given how unclear most of us are most of the time. All right. So with this chapter in the book about remote work, we're mostly talking about the written communication here. We, we do touch on the visual, but we'll do that in a, yeah. future episodes. The whole idea is that most of us are not clear. And most of us tell stories the, in chronological order. It's the way we talk. But when you're writing for a business audience, for your colleagues at work, or a, particularly your boss, it takes effort but it saves so much time if you can go back and edit. Now you might not have the hammer <laughs> to look at Thank your you. editing, but you can but you can be your own editor by separating the tasks into from writing to editing. And that's what I did actually in this book. I give people two versions of every chapter. <laughs> One is about a 4-minute read for the chapter and the second is simply cutting in half. I just gave myself, I said, here's the limit. I, you got to cut the words in half. And amazingly, I went back and I'd reread these chapters later. And I'd, I'd say, wait a minute, did did I really cut out half? <laughs> because I don't feel like anything was lost. And in fact, it's clearer. Wow. Okay. Think about this. Multiply it out. Whenever you're sending a communique, right? You're sending mm-hmm. a message yeah. that t- that 10 people are going to read. Now, A hundred people are going to read. And instead of it taking four minutes, it took two minutes. Well, that's two minutes times a hundred. You just saved 200 minutes for the organization. Right. In terms of what it takes.
0: And it's amazing that that most of us don't ever think about that. Right. You know, you think an email is an email. You think a, a, a little text is a text. But the fact is that now that we're all remote or so many of us are remote, it takes on a much, much larger significance. Remember, you can't go over there and talk to somebody like in their face. right Right? you have to you have to be clear with the words and you know there's the we can't discount the verbal element though as well because with zoom and with webex and all these you know the, the way that we are interacting more and more some people for hours and hours and hours a day are spent interacting to a screen yep you have to have some level of proficiency in your speaking as well and that is a it's a, it's a result of practice. It's a result of patience. But it's also a result of editing before you speak, which mm. is something we and you and I have spoken about, which is really, really hard. Yeah,
1: for us. Uh, for us. <laughs> and
0: and look, you're yes. trying to be friendly. Yeah. You're you're in an office situation. You're on a Zoom, Zoom call or whatever. You got the Hollywood Squares things going on with, you know, whatever, 10, 12, 14, 27 people. You want to tell a story. You want to say, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, what's going on? But the fact is there's all these people waiting on you. Mm. To stop talking. Right. I forget this sometimes. Huh. You know, as a, as a podcaster, I sometimes think that people really do want to hear what I have to say, but that's not <laughs> always the truth. We do.
1: <laughs> but we do. <laughs> we do want to hear it. The thing is, is yeah, if you're one of 27 so and, and what's your role in that organization, how can I make sure that I'm speaking for like no more than 30 seconds? How do you do that? Well, you, there's a great book called How to Get Your Point Across in 30 Seconds or Less. It's it is a good book. I got the audio version. It takes about an hour <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> but that's because he makes a lot more than 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 60 points, but the point is it does take effort to edit, right? Yeah. But it's worth it and it's worth it in terms of time that you're saving and also just misunderstandings that you're avoiding, yep. right? It all of that and 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 I'm as guilty as anybody. I'm not the clearest first run communicator. I know because I've read scripts of, or I've looked at if you can, you know, Zoom has the transcribe function now, so you can actually record. And this, so Dan, if we if we want our listeners to actually take action on this, it's pretty easy. You just be willing to be super embarrassed because yep. the next Zoom meeting you're on, hit the record button, get permission or or not whatever, but don't share it, just have it for yourself. Use the transcribe function if you want. Read the text of how you actually, the words you're actually saying. Yep. Right now I would notice that I've used actually twice. (laughs) Right, I remember that you don't need that word. Actually
0: doesn't actually say very much. (laughs) So get rid of it. I'm guilty of this (laughs) all the time. (laughs) I say, I say, actually, a lot. I say, obviously, I, I use a lot of Lee words, a lot of a lot of a lot adverbs. Of
1: Too many Lee's. Get Too these lees, lee's out of man. here. <laughs> Look,
0: we have to be more, uh, you know, discerning about the words that we choose when we are in a business context. You know, when you're interacting with people, you just you're, you should be natural, though. Like it's, this is mm. not saying that you shouldn't be natural. You shouldn't be naturally you. Right. But there are, but there's a stage and a time that you have to think am I being efficient enough for the people around me? Is this wasting people's time or is it making people's time? Yeah. And, and and it goes triply so in writing, you know, as you all know, as everybody knows out there, who's who's spent more than a femtosecond on social media. What's a femtosecond? You know, oh man. a femtosecond, <laughs> I don't know, is it like, a, like one, one quadrillionth and one jillionth of a second? I don't know, uh, I have no idea what a femtosecond is. Sounds pretty specific though. <laughs> Well, a chemistry teacher used to say that to me all the time. You know, my, my high school great. chemistry te- teacher. I'm not going to waste a femtosecond. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's it's a very very short amount of time. <laughs> but the point is, right, that you you know you you definitely want to spend you know spend as little time as possible wasting people's time. And yeah. you know, if you have a way to practice, a way to mm-hmm. look at this, a way to kind of think about think before you speak. It will go a long way. Now in S- writing, of course, you know, you oh yeah, I was I was saying that's where the Fentosecond came on. If you are if you're on social media, you know that you can be misinterpreted in writing so easily. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my God. You know, I'm gonna give a plug here for uh, for a writing tool that everybody should have if you are in business, and it is called Grammarly. If anybody's using mm-hmm. Grammarly mm-hmm. out there, and by the way, the people who run Grammarly, if you're interested in speaking with us, you can. Yeah. But anyhow Grammarly gives you a sense of what tone you're coming across as. Mm, mm. And it's not 100%, it's an AI thing, but it tells you are you being nice? Does your tone seem mean and angry? Does mm. it seem good? And does it seem these are very important things more important now in the remote work world than I think they ever were before. Yeah. And you know, you can use any tool that can help you kind of get to that point of being not only Clearer with others, but also clearer with your emotions, so that you don't kind of cause a whole, you know, snowball of. Wait, what did he mean? No, what did he mean? He didn't yeah. mean that. He meant this. No, what do you mean? They mean that. That's going to waste all kinds of
1: time. Well, let's let's talk briefly about that. So, emotions, you you want to clarify them as well. You most in many, if not all, business interactions you want to defuse emotions, right? We want to take, of course, we, we all buy on emotions and justify with logic. Uh, that's, a, that's kind of one of those tropes out there. But the point is, you cannot, unless, I, I, I like to share this way, if you're John Steinbeck, right, Ernest Heming, mm-hmm. if you're a novelist, you can write, you can put tone, feelings, emotion, sarcasm, irony, you can you do all that. But most of us are not that good as yep. writers. So avoid it. And 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 throwing a little emoticon in there, but using it ironically. Well, no one is following you on those things. It's like right. just stick to the facts and stick to right. bottom line writing. Let's let's get to the conclusion first. Even though mm-hmm. we we came to a conclusion later, let's start with the conclusion. You know, like let's make it really as clear as we can on in terms of those. That that communication, yep. right? That that's the point of this of, chapter, and and exactly, that, you know, it, it's a it's it's a worthwhile, it's a it's a lifelong pursuit. I think it's not mm-hmm. it's not like it never oh, gets... okay, I'm gonna be clear from now on. <laughs> you know?
0: no, and and it's it's not, it never gets uh, it never gets old. I mean, it never, I, I'd say it never gets easier, but it does get easier yeah. if if you get into the habit like Andrew did of of writing something and then going back and editing it like all the time like, yeah. get into an editor ed, an editing habit it's yeah. a great thing to do you know another thing that you can do and i think uh, there's some really great takeaways when it comes to clarity and being being clear in your in your speech and in your writing you can join toastmasters mm. it's a great way to do that yeah Force yourself out there to to speak in short sentences without ums and ahs. Which, by the way, if anybody goes back and counts the ums and ahs in these episodes, we're dead. <laughs> we, we'll have to turn on our Toastmaster pins. On top of that, though, writing in writing, there's no shortage of great tools and great books that you can you can you can take take a look at. Andrew turned me on to quite a few back in the day when I was helping with um, with students write their their grad essays. But the very best, probably of all time, I still think is is elements of style Strunk and White yeah. go there? Yeah. Grab that, right? You you will never look at an adverb the same way. That's
1: again. right. And I believe I quoted the. It's a. It's about concision, right? Being concise. Mm-hmm. And it's just. It's beautiful what he says. You know, a, a, it was a, like a, a sentence should contain no unnecessary words, just as a building should contain no unnecessary parts. Right? It's exactly. Like, it's just. It's not. It's not that you have to eliminate all your details. It's just. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that, it, as he says, make sure that each word tells, right? Like that, there's
0: something there. Make sure that every word it tells. An economy of speech, very important to be clear in your remote work experience. Well, look, I think that we've had we've covered quite a bit in this in this short little episode about clarity, and with because we don't want to muddle the waters any more than we already have when we talk about clarity. That's right. I think. There's plenty to do. There's a lot of takeaways. Definitely seek clarity of speech and of writing. There's tools you can use. There's books you can read. No shortage of information. But of course, check out uh, Andrew's chapter and get a grip on remote work. But clearly, you can use some clarity.
1: Excellent. And, see th- how I threw that and in. next, yeah, yeah, I did see that. And next time, we're going to be looking more at that visual aspect, right? I, I believe the chapter is
0: Zoom In zoom in. So on the next chapter, we we'll talk about zoom in. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye now.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Remote Work Companion with your Remote Work Companions, Dan Nessel and me, Andrew Silberman. We hope you enjoyed our tips, tricks and attitude shifts to make remote work Work better for you.
0: Any ideas for future episodes or tips and tricks you'd like to share? Contact us at podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. That's podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. And make sure you never miss an episode. Subscribe today on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the podcast player of your choice. And if you like what you hear, leave a review. Thanks again for listening.